This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go. Welcome into the Thursday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Greetings from Studio B on Airline Drive. I'm Sean Kelly, and uh, we are back at it here today with some more great conversation regarding the Saints and the Pelicans. Uh, so glad you could be with us here. We're back in town, obviously, after the um, tough loss last night at the hands of the Houston Rockets. The Pelicans lose 195 at the Toyota Center last night, and uh, it didn't end well. Boy, oh, boy. Houston went on a 13-2 run over the last uh, two minutes and 50 seconds or so. The Pelicans missed their last seven shots, also had some uh, costly turnovers down the stretch, and, uh, and kicked one. I mean, really kicked one last night in a game that really could have uh, served them well with regards to any playoff hopes. Uh, so last night was disappointing, to say the least. And now it's uh, right back at it tonight against those San Antonio Spurs who are rolling again. And uh, we'll talk about that ball game tonight with Kevin Harlan from TNT. It is a nationally televised game tonight at Smoothie King Center. Kevin Harlan will be joined by Reggie Miller and Craig Sager on TNT. And uh, Kevin's kind enough to stop by our show today to Help us preview the game. Talk about the Pelicans and the Spurs from his angle, from a national front. And um, and hopefully tonight will go much better than it did last night. You kind of almost have to steal one at home against a very good Spurs team. And uh, with the now 23 games left, it's hard to start trading, uh, you know, upset wins with costly losses. But we'll see, how it, we'll see how it plays out this evening at the Smoothie King Center. On the football side, we've got news to share with you about Jabari Greer today. He is going to be inducted into uh, basically his hometown Sports Hall of Fame. And we'll talk to Jabari Greer about that and uh, where his new career is leading him and also get some thoughts on a couple of his former teammates uh, that have now seen their Saints careers uh, come to an end this offseason. So two great conversations for you on the Black and Blue Report this Thursday. And uh, we'll uh, update you on our programming for tonight as well as we have not only the ball game against the Spurs, but another edition of the Alvin Gentry Show to talk about. And I'll make sure you're up to speed on that before we uh, leave you on this uh, Thursday uh, afternoon, morning, wherever you're catching us, as this is, of course, No Appointment Radio. So Pelicans and Spurs tonight, we'll begin that conversation with Kevin Harlan from TNT in just a moment. If you haven't experienced our new and improved Sideline Premier Seats, then you'll want to check them out. Offering the closeness to the action but full vantage point of the court, it's a great opportunity to entertain clients, associates, and friends. Sideline Premier Seat ticket packages include parking, food and beverage credit, access to private clubs, and more. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to learn more about these premium seating options today. The magic of Voodoo Barbecue. It's people, passion, and pure enjoyment. Seasoned with Louisiana's best. It's a celebration every day. A fusion of Creole, Cajun, and Caribbean. It's the soul, the sound, the taste of barbecue New Orleans style. Voodoo Barbecue. Pass by your neighborhood Voodoo Barbecue today. How much do you want to lose this year? 
5, 10, 15 pounds? It's time to set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with one of 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce serving, and see how much you can lose. With flavors like pineapple mango, almond mocha, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goals. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Weight loss is based on a low-calorie diet and exercise program. Consult your physician before beginning any diet program. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back. We'll continue here now with a little uh, basketball conversation. The Pelicans are back home tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. And yet another Thursday on TNT for these Pelicans. And right back into the Crescent City comes Kevin Harlan to call the play-by-play tonight for the national television audience. Uh, It was just a week ago that Mr. Harlan was in New Orleans and watched a pretty darn good basketball game against the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Kevin, welcome back. And I'm sure I don't think you or many um, predicted that the New Orleans Pelicans would upset the Thunder last Thursday night. No, Sean, I w- I, but it was great to watch. And to be quite honest, we were there not too long ago and watched uh, Kobe and the Lakers come in there. And uh, uh, that was a terrific game. Uh, maybe not the, the response that the Pelicans were looking for at the end, but a uh, close game nonetheless. And Bryant making his appearance in, in – uh, in Louisiana, you know, I think he's got one more actually coming up. The point is, is that we've seen two good games here, enjoyable NBA games, and I expect the same tonight uh, with both teams playing last night. Uh, some teams, uh, you know, re- respond well to that, and we'll see how the Pelicans do tonight against the Spurs, who are obviously as, as good as any team in basketball this year, and it had not been for Golden State in this historically good year. We'd probably see a San Antonio team that was the talk of the league, but They've kind of come in under the radar and kind of looks like you guys may kind of come into the radar too. (laughs) The way you're kind of finishing up this season, getting some bodies back, Gordon now back and uh, uh, get AD uh, to hundred percent health. I know he hurt his toe the other day and and, uh, we saw him take a nasty spill last week against the Thunder. But uh, when you're healthy, you're right there with some of the best teams in the West. The problem is we were just talking about that, uh, that you're not and, uh, it's going to be kind of that way it looks like the rest of the year, certainly. But but a healthy AD and a, and a healthy uh, healthy Gordon certainly um, gets you a taste of what may be next year and what still could happen this year in the bottom of the West. Yeah, and I think that's the hope that, that folks are hanging on here as we uh, kind of wind through the rest of the season. And, and measuring yourself against teams like San Antonio, Oklahoma City last week, uh, they do tell you a lot, don't they, Kevin? Well, I think you're always wanting to, to gauge yourself against the best. It gives you a pretty good indication of where you are. Um, sometimes the equilibrium of those kind of matchups is a little different. For instance, we know that uh, Oklahoma City, when they came in last week, uh, was probably looking a little bit ahead to that Golden State game on Saturday. And I think we all know what happened there. Uh, one of the great individual regular season games in the history of the NBA um, and uh, not that they were looking past the Pelicans by any means, not that they weren't trying hard against the Pels by any means, but, um, you know, uh, when you've got uh, a reputation and when you've got star players like they do, Durant and Westbrook, uh, you've got, a, you've got a, a pretty good-sized target on your back. And teams like the Pelicans, which on any given night can beat any team in this league, even as shorthanded as they are, you saw an inspired performance. Ryan Anderson comes out and starts firing away and playing well, and, uh, Davis was Davis, and and um, you know I just think that that's kind of the the sad part is it's a hint of how good the Pelicans can be, 
because they'll go toe-to-toe with anybody. I expect the same tonight, actually. If bodies are all out there, I, I would expect the same thing for the Pelicans again tonight. Um, they're a talented young team. There's a lot there to like and a lot to look forward to in the future, certainly. Kevin, you were you, you were very profound in what you just said about the San Antonio Spurs and that they're under the radar a bit because of Golden State's unbelievable season, But and, and, and normally they probably would be the talk of the NBA right now. Uh, I, I don't want to insinuate that Kevin Harlan is old, but Kevin Harlan's seen a lot of basketball. Um, and so, Kevin, can you remember a time where you had a team like Golden State and a team like San Antonio where um, – at the end of the day, it, it might be a flip of the coin between two unbelievable teams in the West? Well, you know, Sean, back in the mid-90s, and um, um, that's, that's still pretty recently, I guess, in, in pro basketball terms, and Jordan was there with Pippen in Chicago, and they were rolling along. I know everyone's talking about that team because that's what the, that's what the Golden State Warriors are going after with uh, the 72-win regular season total. Um, you know, there was a lot of dominance there. I'm, I can't really off the top of my head say there were a lot of good teams, certainly at that time. The Knicks were certainly a solid team. Um, uh, you know, the, the Boston, uh, Los Angeles, the Lakers were um, just before the arrival of Shaq, certainly, you know, four or five years before that. But they had always, uh, you know, remained a pretty competitive ball club. It was right on the cusp of getting Kobe and and uh, but but not the one two punch, I don't think not the complete top to bottom overall awe that you give these two teams this year. This has really been sensational. And, and when you look at margin of victory, which is a pretty significant uh, statistic to look at, when you look at uh, uh, points per possession, when you see defensive numbers uh, team wise that are very respectable, you, you see these two teams and. Uh, all those very important categories near the top or right at the top. And that's what makes them so compelling is they're complete teams. The other thing, which is a little bit nebulous and something that all organizations strive for certainly is, is the feel of professionalism and wanting to win and doing your job and attention to detail and all those little things, which separate teams like the Spurs and Warriors from everywhere else. It begins with your best players certainly and trickles down both have great coaches, both have superstars, probably Golden State more than San Antonio. But the point is, is the culture there, the culture at both places, most recently with Golden State and for all these many years with San Antonio, continues to be, to me, the most impressive thing. We see it in the NFL all the time, uh, the, the New England culture and the way they process these players and put them in a position to win, believing in the game reports and the scouting reports and the preparation. And that's how these two teams are, too. Uh, you know, you can see it with a young Anthony Davis, who, as he goes along, because his head and his vision and his mind are exactly what any team would want their future superstar, their current superstar, with a long, uh, many years ahead of him to have, you can see down the road how these things may implement themselves, if not already, into the Pelicans. When you've got that one cornerstone player, things seem to just seep and extend themselves to everybody else. And and that's the hope I think you've got with a with a with a player like this and what he can do. Certainly, we're seeing it right now with the Warriors and the Spurs and the very prominent players they have and what they do to the rest of the team and the tone they set. Kevin Harlan with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Who will be calling, of course, uh, tonight's game against the Pelican or first having the Pelicans uh, take on the San Antonio Spurs. Kevin, when you get on the air tonight with Reggie Miller, what will be the first thing you guys talk about? Do you have an idea of what that opening storyline will be with regards to this particular matchup? 
probably just the fact that we've come here a couple times already on TNT, at least our crew has. Last week I was with Greg, uh, Anthony, and, and Chris Weber. Um, first thing, uh, let, me be, uh, let, me, let me go back, Sean. First thing is, what is Craig Sager wearing? So that, that right off the top becomes the number one topic of conversation. What and how loud is his outfit uh, and how will it dominate the broadcast? Last week he was just in the, this purple outfit, which was just terrific to look at. And uh, we love Sags, and he's in a battle, as we all know, and fighting the good fight. And we're so glad to have him um, with us again. But uh, probably we'll talk about, I mean, as it always is with the Pelicans, the injuries, but through the force of some fine individual performances of Holiday and Anderson, and especially, of course, a healthy Anthony Davis when he's out there and going full force. Uh, that's a story unto itself. But they're taking on a team that historically has been good. And this season, above all others, it seems, really is on this path for some remarkable individual statistics and team-wide statistics. And had it not been for what we're seeing, like I said before, with Golden State, this would be the main story of the season. San Antonio going for yet another possibility of a ring. And they're going to be right there. There's, there is no doubt that that team, that it was, we know things change in the playoffs. And it's not this wide-open style and and, uh, you know, all the intricacies that we've been seeing with Golden State, not saying that's not going to play well in the postseason. It will, but it's a different game. It's a slower game. It's a far more defensive-oriented game, more rugged, more physical. And, and of course, as, as you know all too well in New Orleans, it's that injury thing. You just don't know when that's going to come up and, and hit you. And uh, you've just got to keep your fingers crossed and look to the heavens that you don't lose a key component. Um, both those two teams, uh, Spurs and Warriors, are in pretty good shape, but even they can be debilitated by the loss of a crucial guy. So, um, you know, I think that's always got to be something you keep in the back of your mind and you just forge ahead and you play your game and you, you hope for the best. But Anthony Davis, the injuries of the Pelicans, uh, that will be our storyline and how they're continuing to stay incredibly relevant with a, um, a, a roster that is not completely full and healthy, obviously, with a couple starters gone. And, uh, and San Antonio's great run. That'll be our headline tonight going in. We'll look at what happened last night uh, for the Spurs and for the Pelicans a little bit in the games they played last night. But, but we're worried about tonight on TNT, and I think we've got a very interesting game. And I, I'll be shocked if the Pelicans don't play well, uh, knowing that they've got a lot to play for. There's no pressure on them whatsoever. And they do have, uh, you know, they do have some star power of their own to, uh, to put up against a very, very good Spurs team. Last question, Kevin Harlan. I know you got to run, but with your assignments in the NFL, the NBA, college basketball, I can't help but wonder if March is not your most favorite time of the year with the stretch run of the NBA coming up and also NCAA March Madness. Well, I'll, um, I'll tell you, Sean, it's a lot of basketball. There's no doubt. Um, this week we've got the Missouri Valley Conference Championship for CBS. Uh, um, I'm doing a Turner uh, NBA game every week right through the tournament. I'm not missing any time. So I've got a game wow. right on through. Um, uh, so that will be a very busy March. Um, we've got the Mountain West Championship on CBS. It'll have the first uh, two weekends. That regional final weekend is pretty special. But the opening days of the tournament, Sean, are, uh, as a basketball fan that I know you are um, and how much you love it, um, college or pro, um, that is really a fun time. to get. To, and this year is going to be so wide open. We've never had this kind of turbulence at the top of the rankings, in the top five, top ten teams, uh, there's always some switching going on. Teams get it for a weekend and lose that number one ranking, and I think that's going to be very indicative of how this tournament's going to be. We're going to see upsets. Uh, there's there's not a dominant team in my eyes. It looks like Kansas may be a number one seed, but that could change. Who knows? 
the way this committee is going to think, but uh, it's going to be, it is going to be a roller coaster. It's going to be a wild ride. And I know we're all going to be buckled in. We can't wait to get going. It's a lot of fun to do and a lot of great memories and being around these kids and that kind of stage and just their eyes as open as they can be and their, their smiles as big as they can be. That's almost worth the price of admission right there, knowing that they can tell their grandkids, yep, I played in the NCAA tournament. And uh, it was everything they said it was emotional, fun, pressure, stress, intense, all that stuff. That's, 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 those are the kind of memories I'm sure these kids take away from what is a great month of March. Yeah, we can't wait. Great games, and we'll look forward to your calls, too. Kevin, we'll see you tonight at the Smoothie King Center. As always, we really appreciate it. And uh, safe travels and great games to you coming up. Thank you, Sean. Always a pleasure to be on with you. Take care. You owe it to yourself and your home to call Terminex. I'm Vincent Palumbo. Whether you need a lifetime termite damage guarantee or hassle-free pest control service, we do it all. And I'm Ed Martin, Terminix Entomologist. We have developed a convenient pest control system where we're scheduled in your home only twice a year. We attack bugs outside where they live. Call 834-7330 for guaranteed control of any pests or termites. Terminix does it all. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. For fast relief coffee. Summer is coming and Keeps Air Conditioning and Heating is ready to serve you. Keeps offers a 25-point precision AC tune-up for only $119. Get your AC ready for the real heat that's coming. And as always, call Keeps and we'll get you cool in three hours or less. Guaranteed. Keeps Air Conditioning and Heating. For fast relief, call Keeps. Everything you need to know about the Saints and Pelicans is right here on the Black and Blue Report. Let's shift our conversation to the football side here on this Thursday and please do welcome back former Saints defensive back and Super Bowl champion Jabari Greer, who uh, at this moment uh, is deserved of some congratulations. Jabari, congratulations as you'll be inducted into the Jackson Madison County Sports Hall of Fame up in Tennessee here soon. Uh, what an honor, huh? Yeah, it is. Uh, to be recognized in your hometown, uh, it's really it's an honor and it's a blessing. Um, there are so many uh, individuals in Jackson in the Jackson Madison County area that just invested so much time in me. Um, you know, traveled with me when I was in college to see some of my performances. Really supported me when I was another knucklehead, a little kid, and uh, put up with me and just really invested so much in me to get me to um, the, the professional point that I got to. And this is an opportunity now for me to honor those who who invested in me uh, when I get a chance to. The investment that they made in you. and I, Are we talking about Southside High School? Is that where you went, Jabari? Yes, I went to Southside High School. So there was coaches yeah. there, but also, uh, you know, people around the neighborhood, um, pastors and, and cousins and friends and people who just, uh, so many people that just uh, supported me and 
um, really just kept up with me and poured into my life. Um, you know, mentors. I mean, it it it's the old adage: it takes a village. You know, um, but truly, there's been you know nobody could make uh, it to the point that um, that I or, or other athletes have made it without um, the investment of others. The event will take place on April the 7th. Describe for me the kind of event that your hometown will put on for uh, not only you, but the other inductees into that Hall of Fame. You know what? Uh, this is my first time you know, doing it. So yeah. uh, I, I, I hope um, I hope that I will um, really be able to um, experience the moment. You know, there's so many times throughout you know, my life and so many other athletes where we put so much work into um, getting a certain result that when or if that result happens, um, it's hard for us to just sit and enjoy the moment um, just as opposed to thinking about, you know, what's next and what, what could happen. So uh, I, I am focused on when I get that chance to be present and to really uh, enjoy or just be thankful and humble um, for the, the platform that God has given me. And I want to make sure that at that moment um, that I am prepared to honor those, as I said before, who, who's helped me. So I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be special, but I think it's going to be special for those who helped me get to that point because they're going to be sharing in that moment as well. No doubt. It is. I think you used a great word in, in special for this, uh, for this, uh, not only nomination, but now soon to be induction into that hall of fame. Uh, Jabari Greer's with us here on the black and blue report. Hey, Jabari, I got to ask you about uh, Marcus Colston and Jari Evans, uh, both who are seeing their, their saints careers end this off season. Um, and and it, all it does is, is, is make us remember again about the comp- contributions of not only those guys, but of you and your other teammates, you know, as a part of what would many would argue is the greatest era in Saints football history. Um, how did that news uh, hit you uh, over the last couple of weeks? Well, uh, I know that, you know, football is a game that continues to evolve and um, players, they come and, and they go. Um, but just being able to be uh, a part of what the Saints were doing with teammates such as uh, Javi and, and Marcus um, was special. You know, you remember um, the guys in the locker room, and I had a certain uh, relationship, affinity for those uh, those those gentlemen, um, Javi, because you know our names were. We always got mixed up with each other. That was our inside <laughs> joke. You know, people called me Javi, people called him Jabari. He was like, man, I outweigh this guy by like 160 pounds. How can, how, how can they get us uh, mistaken? You know, and you know, so we always had that connection, man. Jari, we, we we were like uh, we were like brothers, man. So to see the success that he had, being one of the best women on um, that the Saints have ever has has ever had, and see how much work he put in, the leadership that he had on the team, and the, the way that he conducted himself. You know, I give him honor for um, for what he uh, did for the organization, just for who the man he was. 
you know, he was a, he was a, a man of integrity. He really uh, worked his craft. He took pride in it, and he, you know, he was a he he was that type of player. He was uh, he he took pride in what he was doing, and he, the consideration that he had for being one of the, the best Saints ever was well deserved. There was a lot of time that he spent honing his craft, and and Marcus. Um, my relationship with Marcus, we all know that he was a, a quiet guy. Um, but me and Marcus had a lot of good conversations uh, at the lunch table. I, I, I prided myself in, in making sure that, that, that me and Marcus, that Marcus was going to talk to me. I was going to get him <laughs> to say something. Yeah. We were going to get into some in-depth conversation. And he is uh, a very, very smart gentleman. You know, uh, Marcus is, is as smart as a whip and um, really carried himself um, extremely uh, well with integrity. And he was extremely studious. You know, whenever we were riding in a bus going to the games uh, or, go, or going to the hotel, you know, he would be studying something, looking over something, reading something. Um so that really impacted me. You know, a guy that had as much coming from where he came from, a seventh-round draft pick, become the all-time uh, receiving leader in Saints history. You know, how did that happen? That happened, you know, not because of his blazing speed or his amazing uh, athleticism, but coupled of that, uh, along with um, coupled with his 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 study habits, his uh, approach to the game, his approach to uh, rehab. I mean, this guy was always in the training room, um, even when he didn't need it. You know, he was just, he, he took care of his body and he really invested in himself um, more than you know, 99% of the guys that I've ever played with. So it was, it was really special um, to see these guys develop in their career respectively because they they really um, embody professionalism, and they um, they really took their craft seriously. So I'm glad that the young guys that came up, you know, like a a, a Pete or a a, a a Brandon Cooks, get to see, uh, got to play with guys who exuded professionalism like they, like they did. Jabari, how does Marcus Colson never get selected as a Pro Bowler? I mean, when you look at his body of work, it still to this day makes my jaw drop. Yeah, I understand that. Um, receiver, well, football in, in general is a really competitive sport. And every year, you know, while he's consistently putting up, you know, good numbers, um, you know, every year there, there's, there's competition and there's dynamic receivers at that position. So, I think that he definitely should have been um, selected to a Pro Bowl. He was a Pro Bowl type receiver. Um, but as you know, um, the Pro Bowl is, is um, I don't want to take anything away from the people who get selected to the Pro Bowl, but the way that the Pro Bowl is selected nowadays, it's a lot different than it was you know, 10 or 15 years ago. Interesting. Uh, Jabari Greer with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Hey, Jabari, when you look at the Saints offseason and, and, and what's to come here, um, what kind of a headline or two do you think are going to come out of the next several weeks with regard to whether it be free agency that the Saints will be looking at or then obviously the draft as we get toward the end of April? 
Um, you know, what what do you think we'll be talking about in the in the next month or two? Oh, okay. Um, uh, well, I think we're gonna, you know, we want to know what's um, the status of who's healthy. You know, who who who's healthy in the defense secondary. Uh, um, what are, what are they? What are the Saints' value um, for their their pick? Um, you know, I think that hearing Sean Payton comment on um, the the need for a, a a dominant pass rusher, you know, um, how is that going to affect Kikaha? Um, you know, after the uh, the great year that he's had, um, coupled with uh, Cam Jordan, um, you know, what are we what are you going to uh, how are you going to uh, better protect Drew Brees? You know, what 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 value do we see? And um, and the offensive linemen that are um, that are coming out right now. So um, I'm not exact. If I was in the locker room, if I was in those uh, uh, those scouting meetings, I could tell you uh, more. But they're still trying to trim the cap, so I wouldn't be surprised if I see you see some uh, some more uh, some more cuts or some more uh, contract uh, restructuring. You know, what are they going to do with? Uh, Bird's contract. What are they going to do with um, you know uh, contract King King Lewis? They have to pay. They're going to have to eventually pay. Um, um, they're going to have to eventually pay uh, Chip, and um, we're going to see what's how they're structuring uh, their cap so that they can uh, bring in uh, a couple free agents and um, really strengthen their team with their draft picks. So as far as headlines. I'm not exactly sure because I've been removed for a, a couple of years, but knowing that they have a a uh, a, a cap a cap issue, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see some some more changes uh, in their locker room before the draft. Yeah, fair enough. Jabari, I've been watching you kind of from afar here uh, build a new career, transitioning from football player to now broadcaster. And I'm hoping you can give us an update on on what's the latest in your progression and on on that front. Uh, well, you know, it's been fun. It really has. So the progression is uh, I, I did local television uh, for WDXU, the NBC affiliate down there uh, last year, mm-hmm. and I was so thankful for the opportunity and uh, to do local television. Got an opportunity. Um, from ESPN to do network television with their SEC network station. And we've been doing that since August. We're coming up on a year. I uh, was primarily in studio doing their uh, SEC Now show. And that's been, that's, that was a great opportunity uh, because one thing that a player misses the most um, once he leaves the game is, you know, that feeling that you get when you walk on the field and your heart's pounding and your attention to detail is turned up to level 100 and, you know, you hear the crowd and that emotion from the stadium just, uh, it just permeates through you. Uh, I think I get, I, I get to kind of put that in the capsule and, and, and take that when I am uh, under the lights in the studio, and uh, you get that countdown, three, two, one, and you're on, and it's live. And you have to be concise. You have to be clear. You have to know 
Nigga, talking about be prepared and uh, conveying in a way that uh, understanding to the viewer yet uh, respectful, uh, respectable, respectful to uh, the players that you're covering. So it is a great transition uh, to be able to still challenge myself, still feel the pressure of the life, and still perform in a way that challenges me um, going moving forward. Well, you've looked great. You sound great, and uh, all the best. Congratulations, Jabbar, again on the uh, Jackson Madison County Sports Hall of Fame. We'll be uh, we'll be hoping for an update maybe in April to, to to find out how the weekend really went. If that's okay with you, that's yeah, no problem, man. Thank thanks for having me, and I appreciate you know, keeping up with me, man. Uh, check me out on the SEC Network. Hopefully, I can inform you on something that will bring a smile to your face. I think that you've already started doing that here today with us. There he is, Thank former you. Saints defensive back Jabari Greer on the Black and Blue Report. We'll be right back. It's the Boat Show. March 4th to the 6th in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Three days to shop and save on hundreds of boats. It's the Boat Show. Get the best prices with deep dealer discounts and manufacturer incentives. It's the Boat Show. March 4th through the 6th. First 250 kids through the doors receive a life vest from Safeco Riverlands Insurance. Visit the Kids Play Zone and shop for boating accessories, home goods, and more. Brought to you by your New Orleans area boat dealers. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. We will have a complete recap of the Pelicans-Spurs game tonight at the Smoothie King Center on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. Hope that you join us uh, for the Friday edition. Our programming tonight begins at 6 p.m. Central with another edition of the Alvin Gentry Radio Show. That will air on 99.5 WRNO-FM in the New Orleans metro area. And uh, that will lead us up to a 6.30 start with the uh, Pelicans warm-up and Daniel Salerson. That pregame show will get us warmed up and ready to go for a 7.15 tip-off between the uh, Pelicans and the San Antonio Spurs tonight. Coverage across the entire Pelicans radio network, nationally televised on TNT. And Pelicans have been very good at home here of late, and they'll need to be uh, uh, perfect. Not, not just great, but maybe even perfect to uh, beat the Spurs for the second time this season at the Smoothie King Center. We hope that you'll join us for that. Otherwise, we'll see you right back here tomorrow for another podcast uh, from Studio B. It's, of course, for you, Saints and Pelicans fans. Help us spread the word, and don't forget to follow on Twitter at Black Blue Report. For our guests today, Jabari Greer, and for Kevin Harlan, I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.